Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This league uncut is on fire. And now, the greatest NBA duo when it comes to trusted reporting, you bring the peanut butter, and they'll bring the jam. Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. Boom shakalaka. Friends, welcome. The heartiest of welcomes, really, to this league, Uncut. The podcast that's going to plug you right in to the NBA grapevine. I love, love, love the fact that the first voice you heard in the history of this show actually belongs to the legendary Tim Kitzrow, voice of the greatest video game of all time, NBA Jam, Altitude with an Attitude. That's my Tim Kitzrow impression. Probably not that great, but I'm sure uh, you don't need you don't need my impression because we got plenty of Kitzrow. Tim has prepared all kinds of material for us to spice this show up, and that's just one of the special features on a podcast. I can honestly say. I personally have been waiting six years to do. Six years, people. And one of the reasons it took so long, beyond the interference of some, shall we say, petty forces in Bristol that we will get into in a later date, it's because I wanted to do it with this guy. The franchise, the pride of Fresno, the star of this humble new show, Live and direct from Turner Sports and Bleacher Report and his top secret tailor who has surely fitted him with some gaudy custom suit that you will see on his next TNT appearance. I don't know if that's tomorrow night, Thursday night. It's probably both. Uh, I think he has a deal where he gets a new suit every game now. My main man, Chris Haynes. We did it. We did it, man. Fine. It's been a long time coming. A long time coming. This has been in the works. You said six years, man. It's, it seems a little bit longer, but we've always tried to work it out. Throughout the years, we tried to work it out. You know, sometimes we thought it would, you know, we would get close and then it wouldn't happen. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Stein, for, for, for you know, I guess at some point I lost hope, man. I lost hope. I didn't I didn't think it would actually 
um, transpire. But to say that I'm doing a pod, this pod, with, with you know, collaboration with iHeartRadio, I'm doing this pod with one of my best friends in the industry, man. That means a lot, man. This is a guy who, you know, we spent time together at ESPN and, you know, and we only spent together, what, it was a year. It was just a year there with me and um, you together there. And uh, that was the best, one of the best years of my professional NBA covering career, man. And I wish we could have, um, you know, spent, spent more time together over there. But like you said, that's another conversation for another day but man i'm happy we'll man. save that one for after the trade deadline <laughs> yeah we, we need to hold some stuff huh that sounds good man but i'm happy man I'm, I'm glad to get this underway man so no 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 better partner to do this with than you man well that is those are beautiful words that i greatly appreciate that means a lot to hear that and yeah i mean that's kind of the you know, we always joke about it man i mean how many times how many times a year do i text you and say I wish we were on the same team, man. Like there are just, there's stories that just sometimes require, it requires a teammate. So we can't exactly do that here, but look, we can do a lot here. We are going to talk about anything and everything. We are going to get deep on the trade deadline, obviously, but that's just the beginning. We're just getting started. We're going to do this twice a week. And I twice a week. Mm. Yeah. If I can get, if I got to talk to your people and make sure that I can find you twice a week, because we, we, we're going to work it out, Stein. We, we, you know, I'm committed, man. I'm committed to this pod, man. This league uncut, man. We because get that together. is that's actually one of the things. I, like again, you know, we're we're getting started here, right? You know, the trade deadline is ten days away, so obviously the immediate focus is that. But as this thing goes on, I do look forward to. I mean, I don't know if people realize how much you travel, how much running around you do. And I still get around a little bit. And I think Tales from the Road is something that we will eventually get to that, again, the people will enjoy hearing some of the chaos that happens on the road. Chaos indeed. With this pod right here, man, this this pod fits right in with our chaos. And we'll be able to, again, we'll have so much content, man. We'll be able to di- you know dissect, obviously, talking NBA basketball, transactions, things of that nature. But we're, we're going to take you behind the scenes, too. Of what it's like to to do this job the right way, and so you got. It's funny, like Stein. People don't understand our relationship, man. You 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 know, you're you're a little older than me, just a little bit. You're a little bit older than me, and I'm a little bit younger than you. And so, for, from time to time, you have a tendency to send me a text, and, and if if I say something or do something, you have the propensity to send me a text or a call, and say, "Hey, uh, did you sure you want to do that?" I'm like Stein, yeah, man. It's okay, Stein. It's okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm comfortable in doing this. I'm comfortable with saying this. I'm comfortable with, with, with behaving in, in this way, in this fashion. And you'll be like, okay. Just want to tell you. I know I'm an old grump, but I just want to tell you from an old school guy. So they'll be able to get that type of vibe from this podcast right here. You get a little old school, new schoolish, newish, or whatever. I don't know. What you want to call me? I, I'm middle aged now, 41. So. I think, you know, I think people would be entertained nonetheless. You know what, though? The reason that is, is because I love being the old head. See, when I started, I was 24 when I was blessed to get my chance to start covering this league. And Mm. I was the youngest traveling beat writer in the league at the time. So young, I was covering the Clippers for the LA Daily News, and they used to call me Junior. That was my nickname then, because I was (laughs) 24 and I looked like I was about 14. I 
you know, with my diet and some of my shaky eating habits, I'm actually, I'm thrilled that I'm still here to be able to pester you and kind of give you my, you know, and I'm also a champion warrior. So I, you know, I can't, you know, I, I do tend to, to worry and, you know, I, I worry about you, but you, you usually prove me wrong, which I'm glad about, but you know what? I think the people, they've probably heard enough of us being sentimental here. They probably <laughs> want to get to the heart of the matter. So, you know what? Let's, let's get let's to do it. it. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. But let's, I mean, we, we have had one substantive trade. I actually thought that the Knicks would trade Cam Reddish before anything, but I, I did the, too. the Lakers under a lot of pressure, fans, not happy. Uh, LeBron James presumed to be impatient for some action. Lakers swoop in and they get Rui Hachimura from Washington. They derail Phoenix which had been chasing Hachimura going all the way back to December, I think even before Christmas. And in the process, the Lakers prevent Milwaukee from getting Jay Crowder because there was the Washington-Phoenix-Milwaukee three-way scenario where if Washington trades Hachimura to Phoenix, Crowder gets sent to Milwaukee. That all gets scuttled for now. But... I'm going to yes. ask you. And it, Stein, s- somewhere along in, in that three-team trade, because I can tell you right now, one of those teams in that d- deal thought that it was done. And I will say this. I've probably given up a little bit too much, but I'll say it. But something happened between Phoenix and Milwaukee. Something happened to, to nix that deal. 
because I will say this: Washington felt like that deal was done. It, it didn't. It didn't get nicked on their side. So which I don't is so know interesting because they're the like Phoenix was desperate for Rui and Milwaukee's exactly. won a crowd of forever. Like if anything, it should have been Washington nixing the deal. Exactly. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what got what got mixed up along the way. But yes, so, somewhere along the lines, it was Phoenix or Milwaukee. Something happened there. And that's how Anchamara ended up with the Lakers, ultimately. So let's say the Lakers cannot make another move and this is it. Uh, you know, after what happened Saturday night in Boston with, I'm not going to say it's one of the worst calls of all time, but it's definitely in the running for a worst call of the season. LeBron doesn't get the call when he's clearly hacked at the rim. So I'm sure everything is pissing him off right now. But if if Hachimura is it, do you think that's going to be enough no. to kind of placate? No, I, don't, I'm, I can't even let you finish, Stein. No, it, it's really? not enough. It's not enough. No, I mean, it feels a need. Uh, somebody that's youthful, uh, versatile, can guard multiple positions, but there's still a desperate need to have a consistent sniper on the court with these two. And then, I mean, just, just the injury history with, with AD, uh, they, they still need a shooter. And this is kind of, this is a like uh, a trial period, the Lakers they have with um, Hachimara where they got to be able to see and analyze and evaluate if this is going to be somebody that they're going to commit beyond this season. I, you know, obviously I think they will. They, they trade away some resources for that. Definitely, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't the, the two top resources they have in those two first round picks, but it's not going to be enough. This team right now, as constructed, is just not that good. And when I, and when I said, look, Anthony Davis was playing MVP level basketball um, before he went down with that injury. Now he's back, working his way back in, coming off the bench as of right now. They, they still don't have the depth. The pieces still don't fit. So, no, this is not going to solve everything. I even even though if you look at the, the landscape of the Western Conference standing, how everybody's just so crunched together, and it seemed like if you win a string of three or four wins in a row, it seemed like you move dramatically up in the standings. But I still don't believe in this Lakers squad the way it's constructed. I still think Rob Palenka still has a move or two left in him. Yeah, and look, he did say, I think the Lakers have been pretty upfront about the fact that the timing of the trade to get Hachimura to put Kendrick Nunn's expiring contract and three second rounders on the table when they did was designed with the idea that it did leave them time to make another deal. Boyan Bogdanovich in Detroit is the number one target to me, the obvious number one target, but Detroit has held firm. And most people around the league that I talked to thought this was smokescreen, negotiating ploy, no way Detroit sticks to this, but the Pistons have asked for an unprotected first or a very lightly protected first with something else good at, attached to it. And they have not lowered the price on Bogdanovich, who is playing, the, the, he's having a career season. If the Pistons weren't so bad, he's at, he, he is producing like an all-star the best he's ever played at age 34. But I actually, like, I'm just, if I'm the Lakers, I I can't even get, even if it's just one unprotected first, 
I don't think I can do that. I can't give that up. Knowing right now the Lakers are, while all this is going on and, you know, the Lakers are so upset about they're pointing to these four games where they got screwed by a bad call. And if they win those four games instead of lose them, they're number four in the West. And and that's all well and good. But while they're trying to just make salvage something out of this season, they're also living that nightmare, potential nightmare scenario where they gave an unprotected pick to New Orleans in the AD trade. And if, mm-hmm. God forbid, the Lakers win the lottery, they're handing Victor Wembanyama to the Pistons. So that, like, because they're currently living that potential nightmare scenario, as remote as it might be, because the Lakers are not going to have the top lottery odds. But, I mean, with flattened lottery odds, the Lakers could win the lottery if they miss the playoffs. And, I mean, could you imagine if they have to send Wembanyama to the to the Pelicans? So, to... An unprotected first for Bogdanovich, to me, is probably too steep. Probably too steep. I, I would I would tend to agree with you on that premise. What I will say from Troy Weaver's standpoint, the general manager of the Detroit Pistons, I think he understands the kind of the desperation that some teams find themselves in. Let's let's stick with just the Western Conference and just how box boxed in everybody is there you know there's really not really any separation um right now in the standings and so for in talking to one front office member what what was i i was in phoenix (laughs) giving up something but you know i was in phoenix for the the mavericks Suns game and um you know just talking with one of the front office members of one of those two teams they just basically explained to me that right now everybody still feels like they have a shot. And if everybody still feels like they have a shot, he said there's really there really aren't any sellers. There's a lot of buyers, but not really a lot of sellers. And if you're Troy Weaver, the Detroit Pistons, you understand that. And that's why you could kind of raise the ante and hold solid to what um, to what you're asking for. You know, you're asking he's asking for an unprotected first round pick Does, in any other year. Does he ask for that for a player of uh, of his caliber? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I think you can hold firm and hope that some team is desperate. And if you look at the Lakers, you think about desperation. You think about, okay, LeBron James is always going to apply pressure. LeBron James wants to win every single year. And he, he, underst- he understands if LeBron James doesn't have a roster around him, it's, it's going to be hell. It's going to be hell for who's ever running that front office. David Griffin dealt with it in Cleveland. You know, that's just what comes with it. So you and then you you think about the promise that was made to LeBron when he signed his extension. You yep. know, he was told that they're going to do everything that they can to make sure that he has a championship contender roster around him. That roster, look at the starting five they've been trotting out there the last month or so. That is not championship uh that is not a championship starting five, so I think Troy Weaver is doing a, doing a good job by holding st- holding still and hoping that some team of desperation will give them what they need. And because they love him, they love. I mean, look, he's having a great season right now. You just imagine him over there with the Lakers. That they they need they need a marksman. That's what they don't have. They they got too many. They they had a lot of point guards. You know when they had Kendrick Dunn, but they still say they're pretty small um, 
over there. And, you know, they need to mix some things up. So that's why I don't think the roster as constructed as of right now still will get it done. They need to make another move or two. But what's changed, it's, I mean, this still ultimately comes down to AD's health. I mean, that's correct. That's the thing. When, you know, AD was playing MVP ball before the injury, it was the best he's looked since the bubble. And he looked like, the difference maker of of LeBron's dreams after the what was it two and eight or two and ten whatever the horrific start was yep and then AD turned it on but if he doesn't stay on the court to me it doesn't matter even if they get Bogdanovich like I mean the reality you know it's tough to put it on one guy and you know he takes a lot of heat and a lot of criticism and you know, I th- I think both of us would be classified as AD fans I-, I am an AD fan I mean I think the guy has unbelievable talent. And he's not trying to get hurt. I mean, he doesn't want to be hurt. But Stein, look at the fir- the first game he he came back. He he um, sprained his ankle, uh, shooting a half court shot. Man, it, I mean that's just a fluke. Like, you know, it's like there's nothing he can do. It's just, just like it seems like he just has the worst luck in dealing with you know flukish injuries, man. And so thankfully, you know, he didn't miss any time for it. Uh, but hold on, him and LeBron will be out. They are sitting out Monday. Um, against the Cleveland, was it, no, is the Cleveland Cavaliers in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn first Brooklyn half of the back to back. I think LeBron yeah. wants to play in the Garden instead of Barclays Center. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb <laughs> and say that. And let's face, it, he's getting very close to Kareem's record now. And I think, I think if we really got ultimate candor on that subject, he wants to break that at home, where mm-hmm. presumably Kareem can be at the game, then do that on the road. Yes, and I I have a boatload of Laker games I'm assigned to next month, so maybe I will be in the building as well. That would be incredible. Maybe I'll be calling that game because that will make him. I mean, I I've already I I wrote I I wrote this at some point last year, but you know, is he ever going to be? He's never going to be the undisputed goat. I mean, there are always going to be people who picked Jordan and, you know, no matter what he does for the rest of his career, you know, I don't know if goat status is really within reach because there are so many people who are going to say Jordan, but the longevity goat, which to me is nothing to sneeze at. um, It's him. I mean, he is now, you know, it was Kareem and I was fortunate enough to be, you know, a teenager for, you know, Kareem's last year. So I, I saw a lot of Kareem during the Showtime era, but what LeBron has done to basically put himself in position to take the all-time scoring record and to play this way in year 20, you know, not just in the post as a center. You know, centers, I think, have always had a bit of an advantage to eight, especially in Kareem's era. Centers routinely played into their late 30s and and. You know, Kareem and Robert Parrish were able to play into their 40s. I mean, LeBron is doing this as a one, two, three, four, and still doing it at 38 at such a high level. So, you know, I'm sure he wants GOAT status. I don't know if he's ever going to get GOAT status, but longevity GOAT, he's got it. And I would say that's not a, not a terrible distinction to have. Yeah, that's undisputed in that regard. GOAT status for longevity. But it just depends, you know, just different eras. It depends on when you were born. You know, sometimes even where you were born at determines it. I mean, Stein, there's still a lot of people who feel like Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James. And I will argue heavily against that. I put, you know, I put Jordan and LeBron 
right there. You know, I came up watching Michael Jordan. I still will say Michael Jordan number one, but it's to the point right now where if people if people said, "Hey, LeBron's number one," in my opinion, I'm not arguing with him. You know what I mean? Like LeBron has made a case for that, so yeah, I, I, think, I would dismiss. I, for that. me, I, I would say Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem are in a tier are in a tier of three because I I do th- again. Look, you're right about it's the age thing. I mean, you know, people my age and certainly people older. I mean, if you saw Kareem in high school and college, which I did not, I mean, he was mm-hmm. the best ever at those levels, and then super dominant in the pros as well. So I I do think Kareem is at least in the ballpark with those two guys, but you know, that's not, I mean, that we'll save that one for another day. Cause that's a whole, I mean, that, that, that's a pod in itself. This is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is, this is, you know, Lakers adjacent, I guess. You know, Miles Turner got his extension. And I, you know, yeah. two, three weeks ago, the sides were not close on a deal. And, and Turner was saying uh, no to what the Pacers had on the table. But at the end of the day, he, I think, Miles gets the deal pretty much that he wanted. I mean, on paper, it, it puts him in the $30 million centers club. It puts him, it, it actually puts him in the $30 million centers club this season. He just went from 18 mil to 35 mil this year. And overall he's getting an extra 60 mil over. He's getting an extra 60 mil and an extra two seasons. So uh, I wonder, do, you know, you know, Indy has kind of lived up to billing here. You know, they're known as not tanking. And mm-hmm. clearly, instead of trading Miles Turner and trading Buddy Heald, they're keeping Miles Turner, and they they clearly don't want to tank. Do should the Lakers regret not trading for Turner and Heald in the offseason? I actually say no. I don't think that would have moved the needle enough. You don't think that would have moved the needle, huh? Um, not enough. Miles, not enough. 
Not enough to give up two unprotected firsts or two, even both firsts, whatever the protections were. I, I just don't think Turner and Heald makes them a championship team. I don't. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, I'm kind of mixed on that. The reason I am because, okay, if we're passing up on Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, you hoping that something better is going to come along the way. And the question I would have is, okay, what's that better option? Um, is that the hope that Kyrie Irving might be available? Um, is that hope? Is there a hope that Toronto, which I'm pretty sure we'll touch on some, you know, sometime down the road, is Toronto going to cave in and and just burn everything down and make everybody available? Uh, what's going to happen in Chicago? Is Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. I mean, it, it, it's just a lot of ifs right now. So I look at that deal. What, what was it? It was going to take – it was going to take – It was going to take first Russ and pick. the two pick. Russ and the two picks. Now, again, yeah. we don't know specific protections, but Russ and the two picks. Let's just assume one of them was unprotected, but I think Indiana was trying to get both of those picks unprotected. And, again, if you're the Lakers – there are a few words that should scare you right now more than unprotected, again, in the midst of this potential worst-case yeah. scenario with, with Wemby. But, yeah. you know, no, I, Russ and two, two first, your last good, your last two good draft assets for the decade for Miles Turner, who closing, you know, closing lineups, would you, would you be closing with LeBron and Miles and AD? when LeBron really is a four at this point and AD really is a five at this point, Heald can shoot it, but I don't know, man. It's for me, it was too much. And look, you you said all those guys and maybe none of those guys become available, but I I think the Laker mindset was to wait. We got to see if there is something better. Unprotected is too much. Definitely. Unprotected is too much. Um, Look, I'm not saying they should have, but I was, I was of the notion um, that they definitely should consider it deeply, and you know, it, especially beginning of the of the year because that's when it was heating up uh, mostly at the beginning of the season, and that's when Russ was kind of like you didn't know if Russ was even going to be in the rotation after the start he had to the season. So, and then Russ started playing better and finding his way, and he still has his ups and downs throughout the season. Um, he, you know, that had a pretty bad game in Boston. Um, but I still ultimately believe that at the end of the day, w- this is what we do know, Stein. LeBron James is going to continue to demand that the roster be shaped up into a roster that can compete for a championship, period. And so that's just that you know if if Rob Palinka because there there can be I believe there's a scenario where they go into the offseason they might have and you may be more averse I should have looked it up more but they could have three first round picks and let me see I'm trying to think of the scenario man a, a Lakers a member of Lakers front office told me this a month and a half ago and I forgot the damn premise and how he said it. But they felt like they might, at the end of the season, they would be in a better position to bring in a star caliber player at that point. 
and they felt like going going into a situation where they would acquire Miles and Hill, they felt like they would be leaving uh, leaving a big play on the table. And so I got to go back and think about what I probably in my notes somewhere about what the, was the exact scenario he told me, but they felt like they'll be in a better position at the end of the season to acquire big time help. Well, they have to hope. I mean, they have to hope that's how it goes because, I mean, the Miles Turner option is gone now. And, you know, they're down to their last 10 days here. Maybe they do Bogdanovich in the end. Maybe Detroit lowers its price and they can get Bogdanovich. But I think we should, I mean, let's let's broaden this a little bit to kind of, I think, the larger question that probably the bulk of the audience wonders. And I've certainly been asking myself this. Who is the foremost name who ends up getting moved at this deadline? Because you said it, you know, we're waiting on Toronto. The whole league's waiting. Is Toronto going to move Van Vliet? Would they, is Ananobi going to be in play? Is Siakam going to be in play? Chicago, are they going to trade Levine or DeRozan or Vucevic? I mean, are we going to see somebody do something like, are we going to get a surprise here in the next 10 days? Because, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the audience is frustrated. I know I'm a little bit frustrated because I feel like I've just been writing about the same. It's Crowder. It's John Collins. We've been talking to Nazim about Boyan Bogdanovich, Reddish. It's just so many of the same names that we just keep hitting over and over and over again. You know, are, do we have some surprises in store here in the last eight, nine days of trade season. Well, I think if you, if we're talking about surprise, I don't know if this would be considered a surprise by many because, you know, we've written about him probably in the past week. You had a, a little nugget on him, but let's talk about the Toronto Raptors. I do think ultimately Toronto will start listening as the deadline um, surfaces. So right now we're probably about 11 days removed from the trade deadline, February 9th. And, you know, look, there's been rumbling all season long about not just one, but a few players being unhappy over there in Toronto. Yep. And the season has not gone the way that they had hoped. Uh, it's a really talented roster too, Stein. Like it's a, it's a, it's a roster that probably has the most length in the NBA, they're so versatile, can switch things. Defensive, they just should be a monster. And it, it hasn't necessarily transferred on the court on a consistent basis. And then, so there's a lot going on. Then let's talk about Fred Van Vliet, who I reported at one point uh, a few days ago that he left his agent. And I think you followed it up a couple days later. And that that he's uh, that you're reporting that he's going over to Rich Paul with clutch over there. And a lot of times some of these some of these agent switches sometimes they don't mean much, but I have a hard time believing that this agent switch is about nothing. You know, I think Fred Van Fleet, let me see. Does he have a, a year left or is a player option? He's yeah, which he's going to decline. Fred? I think he's it's pretty well He's going to decline. Yeah. He's going to become a free agent. So look, hiring, especially when you when you're hiring a an agent of that caliber, there's a big play to be made. I don't know if that play is to be made 
by the deadline, or I don't know if that play has been made, you know, coming into offseason, because as you said, he, he will decline that option and hit free agency. So there is I'm looking at I'm looking at Toronto Stein. I'm looking at Toronto. I'm looking at an Anobi. I'm looking at Fred Van Fleet. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta see what's gonna happen, man. It could definitely be a yard sale over there. See, the clutch calculus, though, to me, is really hard to kind of track in this case because clutch represents Ananobi. Clutch represents Gary Trent Jr. Clutch now is about to represent Van Vliet, but they also represent Nick Nurse, the coach, through the coaching division. So, like, look, I, I just know the way I've, you know, my thinking on this has kind of been influenced at, at the showcase I spoke to someone who I believe has a very firm grasp on, on what the Raptors approach is. And I came away from that discussion, believing that nobody's going to meet the price for Ananobi or Siakam at the deadline to convince Toronto to trade either one of those guys. Now in Van Vliet's case around the league, when you talk to other teams, they seem to think he will be in play, but kind of my stock belief to this point Again, 10 days or so out. Gary Trent is the most in play of any of the Raptors regulars. And the reason, I think one of the reasons is, like, there's this sense that they have to strip down to get into the Wembenyama sweepstakes. I mean, I don't think they want to strip down. They, they, they want to still have good players if they were lucky enough to mm -hmm. win the lottery. So, I mean, it, and look, I say all of that and, and realize that that is now a month old and the Raptors' perspective could have changed. Also, that maybe I was, uh, you know, told something that that is no longer, you know, fully valid. But mm -hmm. you're totally right. The whole league is curious, and everyone's looking at Toronto. I, I just, I, I can't forget the Lowry situation when Lowry was a Raptor at the end. Everybody thought he was getting traded at that deadline. Masai Ujiri didn't trade him in the end, and Lowry walked. And they yep. just moved on. And so um, now Van Vliet's much younger than Lowry was then, but it just kind of plants a little more, it just plants a little further doubt in my mind. I, I, I really struggle to see Masai trading Van Vliet this month. I just, I just do. Yeah, but, you know, crazier things. And I mean, what, what's the name of our podcast huh this league this league so man expect the unexpected so we, we've seen crazier things happen man and there, there's always look we you know look this another person you gotta look at look at monitoring Kyrie Irving over there in Brooklyn you know I reported a couple of days ago I spoke with his um his agent who was his stepmother Shatelia Irving and uh She's reaching out. She's trying to uh, get the Brooklyn Nets' attention about um, engaging in contract dialogues on an extension. So far, the Nets haven't returned that level of interest as of right now. So you look at Kyrie Irving, who is going to be a free agent at the end of the season, and you look at with Kevin Durant, out right now, Kyrie Irving is shouldering the offensive load, and I, I get it. I, I'm just don't shoot the messenger. I get it. I get Kyrie has been a good soldier for a month or so, and everything that went on with him and the tweet, 
uh, this season. But I think the way they feel is that, you know, they want some level of security. And so I think you, that's something you have to monitor too is do, does the Nets – do the Nets play ball? Do they operate in good faith and start talking extension? Or, or if they don't, what's the next step? And so that's that's why Kyrie's situation should be monitored as well. Yeah, no question. I mean, it's a tough situation for him because kind of the vibe I'm getting from other teams as they watch this because, of course, they read your story and they are watching it is that I think the Nets, it's by design that they really haven't talked extension with Kyrie because to them, I'm sure the way they see it, there's not, you know, any team that Kyrie would presumably want to play if he was leaving Brooklyn, he's going to need their help in a sign and trade. So I'm sure the Nets kind of feel like they've, you know, they've got the leverage in this situation. We'll see if that holds because, you know, you said the guy's name when Kevin Durant gets back, um, you know, he obviously is, is Kyrie's number one advocate there. And so I don't know that he's, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes because the Nets were absolutely rolling before KD got hurt. Man, I cannot believe how fast this time goes. We haven't, we haven't, we're <laughs> we, always on the we, run when we see each other. We never just sit and talk, but this, this yeah. is it, by. We, we went overtime, Stein. Yeah. This is overtime right here. You charge, send good. me the, send me the bill and I, I will take care I, of it. It's, it's all good. It's the first episode right here. Come on now. It's the first episode. They deserve it. The audience they deserves do. it. And look, man, we, we will be back later this week with more. Again, we are dribbling ever closer to that February 9 trade buzzer. And uh, I think I agree with Mr. Haynes' suggestion there. They, I mean, th- there has to be some kind of surprise. There has to be some kind of move that we don't see coming because it just, like, again, we've just been talking about the same five, six guys for ages. Uh, let's uh, let's hope for all those fans out there at the transaction game that there is there is a curveball coming. There will be. Look, there will be. It's, it's this league. There will be. This league. This league uncut. Number one. Episode number one in the books. I'm Mark Stein. Honored to be joined by Chris Haynes. We will be back with you very soon later this week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.